Hello, everyone, and welcome. Stop right now. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of 90s Tunes with Avery and Lena. We are doing Spice World by Spice Girls. Yes, we are. I can tell Avery's annoyed by that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even giving you a head shake. It's just, yeah. <laughs> just like annoyed by it. Do you have something better? Well, you said you had an intro, and then you, and then you wanted me to start the intro, and then, no, I don't have anything better because I didn't plan on one. Well, I planned on interrupting you. Okay. <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Yes, sure. So we've been listening to Spice Girls a lot this week. Yes, we have. How do you feel about that? It was better than Jewel. Yes. I laughed less, though. Probably because there's less tragedy. Um, it was all right. Like it was catchy. I'll say that it was. Uh, there was some catchy tunes on there. I knew some of the songs, and it wasn't a bad listen. I'm kind of ashamed to say, almost. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. It was fun. Yeah, was yeah. Fun. That's probably a better way to put um, it. Um, I listen a little differently than you do. I often listen when I'm exercising or sometimes getting ready for the day and I'm like dancing around. You just often play video games listening and I don't feel like that's your regular type listen. Oh, oh God. Fun pop music while playing video games. But for me, like dancing around, I was like, I often do strength training and in between I was dancing to Spice Girls in between sets. So yeah, fun. And of course you knew some, Ave. So many songs or so many hits by them. I'm going to go through their history. It was overwhelming, but I'm going to go through it. Okay. So in 1994, Bob and Chris Herbert of Heart Management wanted to create a girl band to compete with the boy bands of the day. So they put an ad in the paper, the stage, for girls 18 to 23 to form a choreographed, singing, dancing, all-female pop act for a recording deal. There was some, you know, other people, whatever. Eventually... Eventually, they came up with Jerry Hollowell, Melanie Brown, Melanie Chisholm, Emma Button, and Victoria Beckham. I didn't even look up what her first her maiden name was. She's Beckham now. They moved in a house. They were practicing songs, and they were that were written for them. And they were um, coming up with their own dances, recording. And they said that they were a little young for the audience. They didn't use any of these songs. They would put on small showcases for associates, and one time they added their own rap to one of the songs written for them, and they were like, no, you can't do that. And then they wanted them to learn how to songwrite, so they sent them to songwriting lessons. And then they did, they had a hand in writing all their songs after that, I'm pretty sure, or most. I didn't look up every single song, which surprised me. I thought they were just written for all for them. They had a, they were first called Touch, and then they they came up with a song that was never used called Sugar and Spice. So then that they came they were using the band name Spice. Okay. But I guess there was a rapper called Spice at the time, and then they came up with Spice Girls because people were kind of derogatorily derogatorily. <laughs> it's a word now. Just calling them girls. Yes, calling them girls. So in 1995, they left Heart Management. They wrote more songs, and then Simer, Simon Fuller, do you know that name? Sounds familiar. Well, he was a producer. He came up with the U.S. American Idol. Oh, okay. They signed with him in 1995, and then they signed in Virgin 
couple months later in 19, July 1995, like a year after they were in the house. Wannabe came out in July 1996. And then there was an article written about them because it was kind of on the radio and played, giving them their nicknames. Okay. The album came out in 1996 in November in the UK, but September in Japan. The original album? Yeah, their debut album. Yes. They also, Spice World has some different songs in Japan. There's some sort of Japan connection. I don't know. Sometimes releases like overseas that are different for like multiple bands. But you would think the UK would be first. So yeah. But, um, and then they were everywhere. Spice-a-mania was kind of coined. It's like Beatle-mania. I, I mean, everyone knows that. They were in tabloids. They had hit after hit. They were on award shows. They had product deals. They had books. And then they were actually, this is the highest ever non-American act to chart on the Hot 100. Like, chart. Okay. <laughs> they beating out I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. And... The joint highest ever for a debut, um, joint with Alanis, Canadian Connection, for Ironic. Okay. You're looking at me like you're talking a lot. No, well, I'm just thinking Alanis is, that wasn't her first and the, uh, single, I guess. Hot 100 chart. Okay. That was, yeah, I yeah, guess. Different chart, yeah. For a debut, yeah. I mean, their album was out in November of 1996. May of 1997. They announced that they were going to make a movie, Spice World. Okay. June to August, they filmed. While they were writing the album slash soundtrack for the movie, the album was released in October 1997. So like a year after they debuted, I guess they got some flack for that. People like, you can't do it that soon. Why not? (laughs) That's what I, I would say the same thing. Why not? Yeah. They didn't even play their first major con- concert until after the release of Spice Up, song Spice Up Your Life. Okay. Which is kind of funny because the, the, it was from their second album. <laughs> the movie was out, I think. Oh, the Sorry, the single was out in October. The album was out in November. January, I think, the movie was out. Like, everything's going so fast. They were all, you remember this time, right? They were in your face, girl power, <laughs> UK dress, or uh, Union Jack dress, right? Like, everything. That's that's what I picture when I picture Swiss. Yeah, so that brings us to their first album. So a lot was going on. They, I could see they kind of fizzled out after that. They left, did solo product projects. They got together. They London Olympics, some performances here and there. Marrying David Beckham. <laughs> well, only one of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Only one of them then. It's not a sister wives thing. And in the movie, did you ever see the movie? I did not see the movie. I saw this movie a lot when I was early, like almost 20, I guess, because my younger niece and nephew would watch it, rewind it, watch it again, <laughs> <laughs> over and over. It had Canadian Mark McKinney in it. Oh. And George went, Norm. From Cheers. Yes. <laughs> I don't quite remember the movie, but I'm sure if I started watching it, I'd remember. Okay. Yeah. I have a Canadian connection as well. Yes. I was looking at the who played on the album, and Sean Lee played guitar on the song Never Give Up on the Good Times, or on a Good Time. He also did the score for the video game Bully. Bully, the game, was created by Rockstar Games. Rockstar Games did the Grand Theft Auto video game. Grand Theft Auto starred Steve Ogg, who was the voice of Trevor Phillips, one of the main characters in the game. 
Steve Ogg was born in Edmonton and raised in Calgary. And I met Steve Ogg one day at work. Nice. So that's my Canadian connection. Now, you guys can't see this at home, but Avery has a whole wall with all these things pinned to it. Red wool connecting this all together. (laughs) (laughs) For a Canadian. And there's a Canadian flag pinned somewhere in the middle of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a direct thing to me, not just Canada. I was going to say, and Grand Theft Auto is a video game you as a Canadian play. <laughs> no, have, I didn't go that have far. Have played. <laughs> yes, I have played Grand Theft Auto Five. What was your favorite song? I'm just going to go with the first one, Spice Up Your Life. It is a good one. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? And I had to go finding the name of it. The Led Zeppelin Pool in the Rain. You know when there's like the interlude and it's like Latin kind of whistles and stuff in that song? Okay. It reminds me of this song for years now. <laughs> I've thought that, but I never, I had to look up the name of the Led Zeppelin song today. The song did reach number two. We talked about charts on the Canadian album charts. It reached number two. So it didn't reach number one in Canada. Hmm. Did any of them? Any of this, their songs from this album? Oh, I, Stop I, must... didn't, I didn't look at the singles charts oh. for any of the songs. I just looked up the album and it sold, it went. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. It went diamond in Canada, so it hmm. sold over one million albums. Nice. And that's all I have for facts. This album surprised me. I knew some hits. I knew Spice Up Your Life and Stop, like for sure. I didn't know. I knew Viva Forever. Actually, I looked up that video today. It's a great video. It's like these this boy walking through this field, and then there's like a bubble, you know, like from a um, vending machine. That the like stuffed animals or something come in a bubble like that. Out come these fairies who are cartoon visions of the Spice Girls. I don't know. It's a great okay. video. But there were some like surprising. The lady is a vamp with the very last song that was kind of like jazzy, swingy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, reminded me a bit of Vogue as well by Madonna. Just like yeah, yeah. the name dropping, like Elvis, and I don't remember like. Who else they know? <laughs> they had like a disco song, Never Give Up on the Good Times. Yeah. They had a um, denying was R&B-ish. They, it almost sounded like they were emulating TLC. Kind of her voice kind of went it a little be. bit like, or, or like that genre, maybe yeah. not like TLC per, per se. There was one though that felt, it's not called Generation Next, but I, it should be. I think it's called Move Over. Feels like a Pepsi ad to me. I kept thinking it was a Pepsi ad. And I wonder if it, yeah. Yeah, I had fun. Good, good. It was Um, a fun album. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, it was a good listen. It it was enjoyable. I would say, too, it really, they were maybe one of the most poppy bands of the 90s up there. Yeah, I could see that. They were, definitely came on the scene quick and stuck around, even though they only had, like, two albums in the 90s and another one in 2000, so. And so many hits, so like yeah, very impactful off those two albums. Yeah, I'm glad I chose it. It was just it was the energy I needed to get through this long week. I think. Okay, well, I'm glad that you chose it. I'm glad that you chose it too. I thought it was like I said, it was it was easy to listen to. Sorry, I had to go through their whole history, but it was so fast that I I was overwhelmed reading it. I'm like, I'm getting this down because that. So, what song do you want to put on? The 90s Tunes podcast playlist. Part of me wants to say never give up on the good times because it's not known. Okay. But Bicep Your Life might be one of my favorite songs. And that was your favorite 
So let's go with that. All right. Well, we'll put it on Spice Up Your Life on the uh, playlist, which there'll be a link in the show notes for. So. Slam it to the left if you're having a good time. Shake it to the right. <laughs> I've been dancing and making up my own dance to that all week. When I go to the front, though, it looks like an old person using a walker, so I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> Nobody good, will good. ever see this dance. <laughs> What's our next album? We are going to go with Good Weird Feeling by The Odd. Mm. Something different. Interesting. I, I'm sure I know it. An odd song, odds song or two, but You'll for know, sure not a whole album. You'll know at least one song off this, like Eat yeah. My Brain. Yeah. 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 Uh, something different. Uh, definitely Canadian deep dive here. Yes. And I think it'll be a good, fun episode, I hope. And 90s tune this uh, Friday? On Friday, we'll be um, Don't Put It In Your Mouth. The PSA from the <laughs> 1990s. I know it's not really a song off an album, but I did look it up in the uh, 90s Tunes Handbook Rule Guide. Yes, yes. And it is in there, Section 4, Sub-Article 3. <laughs> we can play uh, songs off of TV commercials. So Nice. Till then, Viva Forever. Live for the moment. Okay. 